a world of opportunity. There are certain individuals who take the leap into uncharted waters. The brave souls who go beyond the status quo and challenge old school ways of thinking. They are the entrepreneurs. Join your host, Reggie B, each week as he uncovers stories of perseverance, new perspectives, and the secrets of success through candid conversation with those who struck out on their own and survived. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's your host, the man, the myth, the legend, Reggie B. Hey, Entrepreneur Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneur 101 from Concept to Exit and Everything in Between. I am Reggie B. I'm your host. Let's get on with today's show. So on episode 62, we talked about 10 most common mistakes made by entrepreneurs. And we called it part one because we only went through five because I wanted to split it up because I thought 10 is going to be too long. So today, we're going to do part two of the top 10 entrepreneurial mistakes. But I'm going to recap uh, from, from Tuesday's episode, and then we'll get on with it. So the first mistake was big customer syndrome. If we, you know, a lot of our business is handled by one customer, that can be an issue. Second big mistake is creating products in a vacuum where we're a product looking for a market, not the other way around. So let's not fall into that trap. Number three, equal partnerships. I know it sounds great. I know it sounds fair. Well, hey, life's not fair and neither is business. Get over it. It's going to create you more headaches to have equal partnerships than it is to have a business partnership that makes sense. Somebody's got to be in charge. Number four, low prices right don't don't play the volume game especially in the the beginning you know what can you afford to to play that game that's a long game that's big players that can afford to do that don't don't get yourself into that when you're starting out and number five and this is a big one that kills a lot of businesses is not having enough capital to fall back on when you know a either shit hits a fan or there's issues there's breakdowns there's slowdowns the sales cycle is just not there. So those are the five that we already talked about. Now I'm going to continue on. So number six, we'll call this one out of focus. And if your company is like most, you have neither the time nor the people to pursue every interesting opportunity. Problem is, many entrepreneurs, especially when they're starting out, they're hungry for cash and they think, you know what, more is always better, more business, more business, you know, more money, more money. And they feel the need to seize every piece of business that's dangled in front of them instead of focusing on their core product, service, market, distribution channel. They start spreading themselves too thin. And this results in loss of focus and sometimes, unfortunately, subpar performance. And while I know it can be tempting 
to just grab everything that's dangled in front of you because hell, you got nothing else going on anyhow. So why not? You're better served by concentrating your attention in a limited area that leads to better than average results, almost always surpassing the profits generated from diversification. You know, Al Reese, he wrote a book that covers just this subject and it's called Focus. There are so many good ideas in the world, but your job is to pick only the ones which provide superior returns in your focus area. Don't spread yourself too thin. Get known in your niche for the thing that you do best and do that exceptionally well. And that will serve you better than, than grasping at every business opportunity that comes your way. All right, number seven. We'll call this first class and infrastructure crazy. Many startups die, you know, an untimely death from excessive overhead. They think they need, you know, the big office. They need the office building. They need the big chairs, the most, com- you know, sorry, the, the big desks, the most comfortable chairs, the, the espresso maker, the foosball, whatever the hell it is. In the beginning, listen, you need to keep your digs humble and your furniture cheap. Right? If, if the stuff isn't making you money, don't be spending money on it. Your management team as well should earn a bulk of their compensation when the profits start rolling in, not before. The best entrepreneurs know how to stretch their cash and use it for key business building processes like product development, sales, marketing. You know, those are the, the three that are going to grow your business. Skip those fancy, you know, systems unless it really helps save time and helps make more sales. Spend all the money really necessary to achieve your objectives. And ask the question, when you're looking at making a a, a purchase, will there be sufficient return on this expenditure? Everything else is just overhead. So keep that in mind. Is it nice to have, you know, the the beautiful, most shiny, the latest up-to-date things? Absolutely. But in the beginning, are they going to serve you and are they going to help you turn the profit that you need to, especially in the beginning? Number eight, and you, you've heard me, you know, admit to this one myself as one of my downfalls, one of my big mistakes, and that is perfectionism. You know, we'll call it we'll call it a disease. You know, it's it's often found in, you know, engineers who don't like to release products until they're absolutely perfect because, let's face it, you know what, there's a lot on the line for them. But, you know, there, there's something called the 80-20 rule and following this rule to its logical conclusion, finishing the last 20% of the last 20% could cost you more than you spend on the rest of the project. When it comes to product development, 
perfection is is costly and can sometimes be un, unattainable because all the time that it took you to get it right in today's day and age, the market is already changing right out from under you. You know, and on top of that, your customers put off purchasing your existing products, waiting for the the next new thing to roll out your doors. You know, unless unless you're Apple and you can bring out a new product every, you know, it seems like weekly, but, you know, every six months, every year, then they have those fanatical fans who are obviously going to line up and buy that product. It's going to take you a long time to get there. So, so what's the antidote for perfectionism? You know, focus on creating a market beating product within a lot of time, set a deadline and build a product development plan that will match that deadline. You need to know when you have to stop development to make a delivery date. And when the time's up, it's up. It's time to release your product. Time to move on. Number nine, no clear return on investment. Now, what do I mean by that? Think about your your product or service. Could you articulate the return that comes from somebody purchasing your product or service. How much additional business will it generate for your customer? How much money will they save? How much time will they save? If it's too hard, if you say, you know what, that's that's too hard to quantify, there's too many intangibles, if it's too difficult for you to figure out, then how how are you going to convince the customer of what your product or service can do? And how do you expect them to figure it out? You need to take the time to do the analysis. You need to talk to your customers, create case studies, come up with ways to quantify the benefits. Because if you can't justify the purchase... Don't expect your customer to. On the other hand, if you can demonstrate the great return on investment that your product or service provides, then your sales will become a slam dunk. Number 10. And this can be a tough one for those of us entrepreneurs. Sometimes we let pride get in the way, but it's not admitting your mistakes. And of all the mistakes, this might be the biggest. At some point, when you're heading down that path, you know, you realize the awful truth and that is you made a mistake. And it could be a big mistake. It could be a small mistake, whatever it is. But the thing is, you need to realize it and you need to admit it quickly. You need to redress the situation because if not that mistake will grow it will get bigger and bigger and sometimes it's hard but believe me bankruptcy is harder shutting down a company especially when you have employees who rely on you who who are taking home a paycheck or putting food on a table for their children and their spouses or whatever, 
when you turn a blind eye to the mistakes and it just grows, grows and grows, now it's more than just you that suffers. It's everybody who relied on you and even your customers. So when it comes to that mistake, you know what? Assume your costs are sunk. The money is lost, you know, but there is good news. <laughs> your, your basis is zero. And from this perspective, ask yourself, you know, would I invest fresh money in this idea? And if the answer is no, walk away. Sometimes that can be one of the toughest things for us to do is to walk away. But sometimes you need to change course, whatever. Don't just don't throw any more good money after bad ideas. One of the biggest things that I find that can be a downfall for entrepreneurs, and and this isn't on the mistake list, so you know I'm going to add in a, a bonus one. Let's call it number eleven. Is that is falling in love with the idea, or no, sorry, the vehicle, and not the destination. If you want to become an entrepreneur, you know I'm big on saying know your why. And ask yourself, does the vehicle that gets me to my destination really matter? Do I love that idea so much that that is the only way I can see to getting to my destination. And if it is, then you have got your work cut out for you. You have got, you know, an uphill battle because remember what one of the key strengths of an, of an entrepreneur is realizing when pushing a rock up a hill is just pushing a rock up a hill. And there comes a time when you need to be able to pivot. And that doesn't mean that you have failed. It means that wasn't the vehicle to get you to where you wanted to be. That wasn't the vehicle possibly you thought it was. Maybe it just was the wrong time. Maybe it was the wrong place, whatever it is. I've heard people talk, you know, in a certain industry about building a boring business and making six figures doing it. And for some people, that's great. But I, I ask them and I ask myself and, you know, I'll ask you, do you want to enjoy the journey or is it all about the destination? Because if it is all about the destination, if it is all about getting to that six figure income or whatever it looks like, and you don't really care to enjoy the journey part of getting there, then more power to you. Build that boring business. There, there's some shit out there that is kind of boring. But for me personally, it's about the journey. I enjoy the journey of being an entrepreneur. It's not always about the destination. 
because I think you'll find as an entrepreneur, we spend more time on the journey than we do at the destination. Because once we reach that destination, it's like, okay, now what? Because we are so driven that once we reach that destination, that that six-figure income, whatever it was, you know, that that time freedom, that that freedom to travel, it's it's in our nature to to look for that next thing. It's just the way we're we're wired. It can be very, very hard for us just to shut off that that key and say, okay, reach the destination. I'm happy. Shut her down. That my friends has never happened for me and it will never happen for me because a i won't allow it i enjoy the journey too much the destination hey whatever it is what it is for me the destination is the journey and i hope you enjoy whatever journey it is to whatever destination you're heading for so that's a little bonus one i threw in there i, w- I wasn't even planning on that but it just come to me that uh you know Sometimes the vehicle you choose just isn't the vehicle that's going to work. And that's okay. Don't get stuck on that. Well, I think that's, I think that's 10 and bonus 111. So listen, Entrepreneur Nation, we're going to wrap it up at that. I, I hope between, you know, the last two episodes, you've realized some of the, the common pitfalls that entrepreneurs face. And trust me, the list is long. <laughs> the list is longer. I'm not saying, hey, if you can avoid, you know, these 10, these 11, that, uh, it's smooth sailing. Hell no. We never know what's uh, around that bend. And, and that's, that's can sometimes make the journey more exciting or it can make the journey more frustrating. And this this journey is not a journey for everybody trust me there's been times in my journey when you know i just think okay is is that enough have i had enough but you know thankfully i've never had enough and i'll never have enough and and i i wish that for you too you know i've always said it doesn't matter what i do whether you know I succeed or not, I never quit. And the day I quit is a day I've lost. And I, I'm I'm not a loser and I won't lose because, you know, I, I have too much faith and love for myself that I, I won't allow myself to do that to myself. Never mind the family, never mind anybody else around me. This is about me. And, and I won't allow myself to allow myself to lose so i want the same for you all right entrepreneur nation that's enough i was getting up on a soapbox there for a second so listen i hope today's episode gave you some inspiration i hope you got some education i hope you are able to put a plan together to help you move that needle forward, even if it's ever so slightly, to turning that dream of business ownership into reality. 
as always, you know what? I'm here for you. I'm taking this journey with you. I'm taking this journey for you. If you got anything you're struggling with, if you got any questions, reach out to me. I, I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing what you're working on. It gets me excited to, to just hear the passion in new entrepreneurs' voices when, you know, they're, it's the same with anything. When we try anything new, we're always passionate about it, right? And, and I love that. I love that energy, that enthusiasm that, you know, sometimes needs to be reeled in. But listen, you know what? Keep it coming. It, it gets me, you know, pumped up every day to read the emails, to hear from you guys, to be able to to help where I can, um, whether it's just to be a sounding board, whether it's to offer some vice, advice, whatever it is. I'm here for you, so don't be afraid to reach out. Entrepreneur Nation, if you haven't done so yet, hit that subscribe button. We're taking this journey together. I'm pretty sure I just finished saying that. So with that being said, until next time, be good, be safe, keep pushing that needle forward, and keep striving to turn that dream of business ownership into reality. Talk soon. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to thank you for joining us on today's episode. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you got some education. I hope you got some inspiration to help you on your way and your journey to becoming that entrepreneur you know you deserve to be. Now, listen, if there's anything you're struggling with, any questions you would like answered, any subject you would like us to cover, reach out to me. And if you're somebody who would like to be a guest on the show to share your knowledge, to share your inspiration, to help that next group of entrepreneurs get to where they want to be, I would love to have you on the show. Once again, thanks for listening. Truly appreciate you. Now go out there and start turning that dream into a reality.